You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. And we made it to a Friday. It's a meet Friday at that. Come on in, stay a while. Boys are here, ready to go. Fire up the Traegers. Got a great guest list. Adam Sandler stops by. Drew Brees stops by. We'll break down the trade between the Nets and the 76ers. And uh, we say thanks to our great sponsor, Mercedes. The compact GLA proves it's not the size of the SUV in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the SUV. Learn more about the nimble and ready-for-anything Mercedes-Benz vehicle at MBUSA.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Uh, Mercedes-Benz Simmons uh, got traded, and he's now a member of the Brooklyn Nets. I don't know if that's a sponsor sponsorship for Ben. The 76ers get James Harden. Aaron Rodgers wins his fourth MVP. I was watching him at the ceremony, and I thought, who does he look like now? And then it, then it hit me. It hit me. And, Seton, I think you and I were on the same path here when we were looking at Aaron Rodgers taking in his fourth MVP. He would be in a movie. What director would have Aaron Rodgers in his movie the way he looks now and he would fit right in? Todd, you want to try? I have no clue. Thank you, Todd. Robert Zemeckis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, he got something. Paulie? Michael Bay. Michael Bay? No. <laughs> I don't know. Quentin Tarantino. Okay. I could see Aaron Rodgers in a Quentin Tarantino. Are you aware of Quentin Tarantino? I have heard of the okay, gentleman. Okay, thank you, Todd. Uh, a little bit later on, the mock-off. Nobody asked for it, but you have it. Ryan in Honolulu, who has somehow snuck into Los Angeles and will join us here in the man cave in Los Angeles. I think he slept over. He's so eager and excited that he may have been here last night. How about night. I call on you first, okay? Todd and... Uh, this is how we're going to start Friday. Yeah. Todd and uh, Ryan in Honolulu. Next hour, mock headlines. Writing the headlines that we think will be the headlines on Monday, depending on what happens. The outcome in the of the game. Thank you, Todd. Tomorrow's Thanks. headlines today. Well, Monday's headlines Monday's today. Monday's headlines today. Yeah. But today's headlines today for Monday. Exactly. Thank you, Todd. All right. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Fritzy, it's Friday Fritzies. you've come to expect. You're on fire today. I am. Yeah, you are. I have been up since 2 o'clock in the morning Pacific time. Why? Part of me is just it's Friday, and I'm excited. I'm, I miss the family. We had a really good week, and if I don't screw up the next few hours, I feel, you know, because I want to, uh, sometimes I take the show into, into left field and screw up your whole plan. But if we can get through the next few hours, we can all get on a plane feeling like we really accomplished something. But, but we, we, what do you mean get through? We're, go, we're getting on the plane no matter what happens in the we show. We are, but I know for me, I'll feel a lot more comfortable sitting at my seat knowing that everything went well and we were all happy and we had a great week, which so far we are doing. What if it doesn't go well today? Then I will be miserable for an extended period of time, and it'll just not—it'll not sit right, like my in and out that I had yesterday afternoon. By the way, uh, if you're wondering what's going to be on the Traegers today, smoked brisket, burnt ends, smoked pork ribs, grilled chicken wings, pulled pork nachos, smoked mac and cheese, grilled cornbread, grilled s'mores, and smoked bloody marys. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Nobody. Wow. All righty. 
Uh, poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. And uh, we say good morning to Peacock, our streaming partners. You can watch this program if you'd like. And uh, our radio affiliates around the country, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, and our great radio affiliates around the country. Well, we finally got through it. The Nets and Sixers finally made that trade yesterday. I thought Seth Curry was going to be the key if the trade was going to get done. The Nets get Ben Simmons, Andre Drummond, and Seth Curry. Two first-round picks in return for James Harden and Paul Millsap. And it's no secret that Ben Simmons wanted out. He was tired of the situation. He sat out every game this season. So the trade makes sense for the Sixers. I kept wondering, are you going to make this trade to try to win a championship this year? And if you are, then give up the pieces if you really want James Harden. The Nets' big three, now a different kind of three there with Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving. By the way, this was Kyrie Irving's reaction when he found out that uh, James Harden had been traded. And now that's official, I think we could say our piece to uh, James and wish him well. And, you know, ultimately for me, uh, I just want everybody to be happy and, and uh, you know, do things that they love to do and be a part of things that they can see themselves being successful at. And, um, you know, it probably wasn't here with us, and he made a choice, and we respect him for it. No love lost, and uh, now we welcome in the guys that are coming in, and we're excited, and you know, just look forward to it. Yeah, no love lost, Kyrie. You're part of the reason why James wanted out of Brooklyn. <laughs> just you know, tap you on the shoulder and let you know. Uh, Philly is still three games ahead of the Nets in the East. The addition of Harden could help the Sixers expand that lead, and who knows how Simmons is going to fit in in Brooklyn. Also, health wise. And I know that we're sensitive to this. In November, this was a big deal about Ben Simmons' mental health. I'm guessing he's okay to play. I don't know. We're going to find out. But it feels like he's probably going to be able to play for the Nets now. So before we go declaring winners and losers here, let's wait and see how the regular season plays out. We do love to give a grade here. Chris Mannix will join us, and uh, I'll ask him about this trade. Who won? I don't know. I don't know how James Harden and Ben uh, and uh, Joel Embiid are going to play together, because at least when Ben Simmons played, he passed the ball. James is a ball dominant guard. Does it make them a great tandem pick and roll? Yeah, but you know maybe Ben Simmons can offer up. First of all, he's going to play defense, and uh, maybe he's able to kind of fill in, you know, the gray area here. Plus, you still have the Kyrie Irving situation. Now, as Charles Barkley called him last night, I think uh, half man, half season. <laughs> that he, he, he only plays half the season. They had the all-star uh, selection show last night, and it was live, and I loved it because uh, LeBron and Charles Barkley were talking about James Harden. Harden's missed the uh, last couple of games due to a hamstring injury, and uh, here are the two going back and forth if – Harden's going to be able to play soon. Is he healthy? Who's that? James. He hasn't played. Do, he's he's like missed. What happens if he doesn't? Oh, he got traded. He's healthy now. He's missed the last three with a with a hammy. <laughs> <laughs> See, and now we know why LeBron carries hey, a clipboard hey, with hey, him to the uh, to the draft. Hey, hey, LeBron. Oh my God. Trust me, right man. now he's rubbing some ice hot on that thing. He's playing the next game. <laughs> no questions. Yeah. <laughs> Charles saying what everybody knows, like, James Harden, yeah, that hamstring. How's your hamstring today? Good. Yeah. I'm ready to go. 
The last couple of games haven't been able to go as he was waiting to get traded. Yes, Seaton. I love Kevin Durant's smile in that moment. <laughs> he's at the biggest. So he doesn't say anything. But he's just smiling, and it says so much. And, you know, now you have people going, well, if he doesn't win in Philadelphia, what's that going to mean for his legacy? I don't know if James Harden cares about his legacy. I, I really don't. I don't know what makes him tick. I mean, he was with the big three in Oklahoma City. He wanted to be a star, went to Houston, became a star, and then didn't want Chris Paul. Like he, it doesn't feel like he gets along with people. And, you know, he comes up short. He chokes in the playoffs. I mean, that his legacy is that if he cares about it. But I don't know. I don't know what makes him tick. Do you, do you want to win? How important is winning to you? I have no idea. But he's been a great offensive player. And takes you know, certainly taking advantage of the uh, the rules in the NBA, but I've watched him this year. He looked like he was less enthused. He was you know not inspired at all. And yeah, I think it might be one of those where you go, "What am I doing here? I came here, I was going to pick off an easy championship, and then I was going to go someplace else and average thirty five points a game." That's the feeling I got. That it was Kyrie and it was KD and their buddies. And all right, let me jump in. And uh, maybe I can do what Durant did in Golden State. And it uh, hasn't gone well. By the way, all the in-studio guests receive gift bags uh, provided by Panini America, the official trading card to the DP show. Link Soul Apparel, a lifestyle brand for any occasion. And M-Drive, don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive. Uh, poll question today, Paulie. I got a few poll questions, but first, when the Simmons trade happened yesterday, I was not playing with my phone, and I actually got a text from my mother before I saw that the trade went down. And my mother, who's very casual about sports, goes, Paulie, did you hear that Steph Curry got traded to the Nets? I'm like, Seth Curry, Mom. It's okay. Seth Curry. But I, when I saw that, I was like, for half a second, I was like, that isn't Seth. No, no, it can't be true. All right, poll question. Who will regret Ooh. the James Harden-Ben Simmons trade? Who will regret it, the James the Nets, the Sixers, both, neither. It's a frizzy special. I'm not sure about James Harden going to the Sixers, but I'm not sure about Ben Simmons. You know, I, you know the first-round picks, they're going to be late first-round picks, so you're not going to get a star out of that probably. But I like Seth Curry. I think that's a nice little throw in there. Um I, I'm just curious about Ben Simmons with the upside that he has there. And maybe KD can help him learn how to shoot, or Steve Nash can help him you know, run the point. I, I think there are great possibilities there. And he's 25 years of age. James Harden is set in his ways. I think, you know, when do the Nets play the Sixers in Philadelphia? Do they play each other at the end of the regular season, you know, uh, with the regular season? I'm curious about that. Is Ben going to be able to play in Philadelphia if they do meet, you know, at the end of the regular season, or in the playoffs would be even better? But you know, I was just curious about that. Yeah, Paul. I got uh, Nets at Sixers March tenth. Ooh, I'm guessing that's going to be national TV. Yeah, as of now, it's not. <laughs> I would think so. I would hope so. All right, uh, what else do we have uh, poll question-wise? By the way, uh, the Hall of Fame class, I'm happy for Tony Baselli, As I you know, mentioned many times over the last couple of years, he was great. When you watched a game, you knew Tony Baselli was great as an offensive lineman. Now, it was an extended career, but I thought, well, we do this for other skilled position players. Why can't we do that for an offensive lineman? The voters voted in Tony Baselli. Um 
Richard Seymour got in there. Leroy Butler got in there. I was surprised Evan Hester didn't get in there. He's the greatest kick returner of all time. But, you know, this might be one of those where, and Cliff Branch got in. Cliff Branch was, a, he changed the game. Cliff Branch was with the Raiders. You had Fred Bolitnikoff, who was more short routes, intermediate routes, and he had Cliff Branch, who was a home run hitter. It's like Bob Hayes. You know, I was able to watch these guys, and those were weapons. You, you had teams who didn't have players like that. You know, Bob Hayes was the fastest man in the world at one point, and he would be at that home run threat for the Cowboys, and you certainly had that with Cliff Branch. You know, Cliff, uh, you know, posthumously getting into the Hall of Fame, but I'm glad he did because when you watch the Raiders, you had to be aware of Cliff Branch. And, then, you know, maybe that's the sign or mark of a Hall of Famer. You knew that he was on the field. Uh, what other poll questions, Paulie? This is our own version of a prop bet. Who would you bet on Ooh. to win the Super Bowl MVP, a quarterback or the field? A quarterback or the field? I can't find that prop bet out there. But okay. I, the quarterbacks are the heavy favorites. You get both quarterbacks or every other player on the field. I'd go quarterbacks. The, and the other one we have is I'd rather make the Hall of Fame and never win a Super Bowl, be a very good player who misses the Hall of Fame but has a ring as a player. Now, we have to match up a player with those descriptions. I would rather be a Hall of Famer. You're choosing no ring. Yeah. Or who's a guy who's very good, probably not going to the Hall of Fame, but definitely. So do I want to be Dan Marino? Too good. He's too good. Oh, okay. Joe Flacco has a ring, right? He has two. Yeah. Does he have two or one? I think he's got just one. And he was a Super Bowl MVP. I believe so, yes. He's in no danger of going to the Hall of Fame. Probably not. Okay, you could be Joe Flacco. Or good career, good. Ah, uh, Damarin is too high end. Yeah, you got to have a you know a comp here. We're working on it. Okay, <laughs> well, you sort of you you workshop the first part of it, not the second part. That's right. Okay. Yes, Todd. I would agree with you. Hall of Fame is that selfish to want to get the Hall yes. of Fame as far as being a team player and get the yeah. ring? Yeah. But there's something with a gold jacket over the ring, and you're immortalized. And I know if you win a Super Bowl, you're part of a team in you know as far as NFL history. But if you're immortalized with a bust forever in the Hall, uh, yeah, Paul is Dan Fouts in the Hall of Fame, the former Chargers yeah. quarterback. Okay, you could be Dan Fouts or Joe Flacco. Dan Fouts, very popular player, good, very good career, and and pretty popular with the, those Charger teams. Went to the Hall of Fame, did not appear in a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco not going to the Hall of Fame ring that he was directly responsible for. I'd be Dan Fouts. I'd be Joe Flacco. Would you be Dan Fouts because the uniforms are cooler? I did like those uniforms. Fair. I, I saw Justin Herbert yesterday. Uh, we were at a barbecue, and uh, I I had a, um, a a blue, it was like the Charger blue shirt on. It was by accident. And I was like, and he goes, oh, you got Charger colors on. I go, yeah, I do. I love those blues. And uh, spent a lot of time with him. And uh, we were just talking about sort of, you know, people keep asking him, hey, are you jealous of Joe Burrow? And he goes, well, he goes, I'm an, I'm an NFL quarterback. Like, I'm doing, I'm doing well. You know? and, and he goes, if, like, you know, we, we, we get to play this game. It's pretty good there. But he said, no, I'm not jealous of Joe. Like, you know, hopefully I get my chance one day. Yeah, Paul. When you were at the barbecue, did you guys grab a ball, spit it a little bit? You'd give him some no, tips? No, I did not. He could use the tips, the kid. No. You know, when you're around these quarterbacks, you realize these are big dudes. Like when Troy Aikman was in yesterday and you stand next to him, you're like, these guys. And then they get thrown around like a rag doll. Dude, Max Crosby's a big dude. Yes. He's a big dude. Yeah. 
Um, I told Justin Herbert, I said, uh, hey, ran into Max Crosby. He goes, yeah, so have I. <laughs> he goes, last time we played the Raiders, ran into him a little too much there. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah uh, Seton. Uh, Joe Flacco, by the way, career salary-wise, didn't get cheated. He did well. Joe Flacco, career salary. Okay. You want to guess? Yeah. Um, okay. Give me, uh, give me a hint here. He's still seasons. He's still wait. Hold on, we got to get the theme music here. Salary, now it becomes <laughs> salary, 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 salary. Stuck in my head all day, man. Friday, Fritzy. I'm the same boy I used to be. Uh, people think that this is Seton singing. Yeah, I wish it was. That's, that's kind of sound like me. Maybe we should do this. Maybe we should cover this next week. All right. Give me a hint on Joe Flacco career salary. I have his best season or his highest earning season. He had one thirty million, another twenty nine. Wow. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh fourteen seasons. Fritz, you go first. One hundred and seventy four million. Okay. Polyester? 161 million. All right. I'm going to go 152.5. 171 million dollars. Whoa! That is not a bad. Get over living. though, if we're playing, I yeah. said 174. Yeah, you were so close. Uh, <laughs> you were dancing right around it. Yeah, sorry, you lost. Huh? Out. Sorry, you lost. One dollar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always hate it when I watch the you know yeah. prices right. Oh, and, yeah, the one dollar. Yeah, oh, that's that worse. Jerk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if someone's saying I think that grandfather clock is twelve thousand dollars, I would be like one dollar. But there's nothing softer than one dollar bid. I that's know. the softest. I hate it. All right, uh, Chris Mannix will join us. We'll break down the NBA trade, why the Lakers didn't do anything at the trade deadline. So we'll talk to Mannix, Adam Sandler later, Ed Orgeron. He, of course, was the uh, coach for Joe Burrow and uh, Jamar Chase. Little little sampling of uh, Ed Orgeron, uh, who will join us in studio, the former uh, USC recruiter. Well, I think that Mark Sanchez did it better. <laughs> and so I want to work on that a little more. I got to bring back Mark Sanchez's impersonation of Coach O to Coach O when he joins us a little bit later on. And Drew Brees will stop by. Take a break. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. Losing weight, more energy. You got to increase your lean muscle when it comes to health and fitness. We all have different goals. Met with the M Drive guys a couple of days ago, and they talked about. You know, their dad starting the company and what his goals were, you know, a daily supplement that is packed with clinically tested ingredients and it supports healthy testosterone levels and it helps you compete all year long, no matter what your age is. And Seton met the uh, dad and he's in great shape, a lot of energy there. Great shape, awesome guy, really nice guy. M-Drive, pick it up at Walgreens, Rite Aid, and Vitamin Shop. Or you can go to mdrivedan.com, get it delivered right to your door. They offer free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee, nothing to lose. You need healthy habits to stay in the game. Also, if you're looking for that New Year's resolution, this is something, a change that you can make every morning. M-Drive, one habit that will give you T-support, energy, strength, stamina to fuel your daily performance. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive. Go to mdrivedan.com. You can also pick it up at Rite Aid, Vitamin Shop, and Walgreens, or go to mdrivedan.com.
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Ah, uh, love sack. Love sack. Yesterday. Got a workout. All the in-studio guests this week are sitting on the uh, couch provided by Lovesack, the uh, sectional, the world's most adaptable couch. Just ask uh, Max Crosby, who joined us here yesterday, putting yep. the sack in Lovesack. <laughs> With just a few seats and a few sides, you can easily rearrange your sectional. What'd you say? I don't. It just says whatever. It That's says not right. on the paper. <laughs> Machine washable. Thank God. Uh, Two hundred and fifty uh, cover options allows you to reinvent the look of your couch again and again and again. <laughs> Designed for life. Sectionals are built to last a lifetime and come with a lifetime guarantee. Yes, Paul. Maybe we're making our guests too comfortable with the love sack. Mm. I didn't mind the shorts. He's like a he could be a rockette. He's nice. You know, he's got nice legs. I know, but I'm looking at Max Crosby who plays for the Raiders. I'm looking at his thighs. Because he had shorts on, and I didn't know what the tattoos were. And I said, not that I look at men's thighs, but, like, <laughs> what do you have there? And he goes, oh, I got the state of Texas on one thigh, and I got uh, the state of Michigan on the other one. So it was like Max Crotch speed is basically what happened. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Might be a T-shirt. I don't know. I'm not sure who's buying them. All right, poll question we're going with is what, Paul? It's a classic, Dan. I'd rather make the Hall of Fame and never win a Super Bowl, mm. uh, Dan Fouts. Be a very good player who misses the hall but has a ring or Super Bowl MVP, Joe Flacco. The classic poll question. Okay. Nobody is going with that one today. No. Yes, Seton. I feel like winning, I would winning. rather win than be in the Hall of Fame. But you do win by being in the Hall of Fame, too. But not a ring, though. Yes, Todd. But if you see, using the example, if Dan Fouts walks in the room and Joe Flacco walked in the room, I'm going like. It's just the name themselves. There's something about the name Dan Fouts to me. It's like, Dan Fouts, Joe Flacco. I don't even think about ones in the hall, ones in the Fouts is the guy. That's well, my point. Well put, Todd. Thanks. Uh, Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated senior NBA writer. And, uh... Did I ramble through that a little bit? <laughs> yeah, that was probably a more succinct way I could have said that. I don't know if we needed it. Let's just put it that way. That was, so that was a waste of all our time, what did you say? Thank you, Tom. And I know you agree. If you say Dan Fouts, Joe Flacco, it's like Dan Fouts. Is Let's the name. bring in Chris Mannix, ah. Sports Illustrated senior NBA writer. How did this deal finally get done between the Nets and the Sixers? I think a lot of it, Dan, had to do with the amount of public pressure that James Harden and the people around him put on the Nets in the 24 hours before the deadline. I mean, I, I had written for something that went up on Wednesday morning, the Nets – uh, had no intention of trading James Harden, no traction on any kind of deal with Philadelphia regarding a deal with James Harden. But when it started to get out that James Harden wanted to be a 76er, uh, it just put Sean Marks between a rock and a hard place. He could hold on to James Harden and hope that the return of Kevin Durant cures the massive problems that are going on right now in Brooklyn. But he'd probably know that James Harden was likely to walk for nothing at the end of the year? Or does he cut his losses and get the best deal possible? And look, he got a great deal. Like, this is an excellent package that the Nets got uh, for James Harden. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, I like the Ben Simmons ceiling and uh, the change of scenery there. Now, we were sensitive to his mental health issues. He couldn't play or didn't want to play. But... Is it fair to question where is that or what is that mental health situation for him? Does he play right away for the uh, the Nets? 
Yeah, I, I don't get the sense he's going to play right away. He, he will be in uniform before the end of the season, probably within the next three or four weeks. Um, th- there's going to have to be a ramp-up period for him, I'm told, physically. He has not been involved in really anything the Sixers have done uh, during their practice time. So he's got to get in game shape first and foremost. And once that happens, uh, I do think you'll see Ben Simmons back in the mix. And look, I, I, it's it's hard to to kind of sit here and question his mental health and if that was a strategy or was it like a real thing it's just it's really hard to do something like that all i know is that um you know everyone simmons's camp the nets are expecting him within the next few weeks to make his debut for the nets but also you'll have a game where the nets play the sixers i think in philadelphia march 10th i'm gonna guess ben simmons will not be making that trip to philadelphia I, I really hope he does because I will, and that's that's going to be if Ben Simmons plays in that game, that's as close to a must-see regular season game as you're going to get in the NBA. The reaction from the Philadelphia faithful, oh boy, it's probably you know the worst atmosphere I've seen for a road player was LeBron going back to Cleveland in 2010 after he left the first time uh, from uh, from the Cavs. That was. I mean, there were like batteries being tossed around in that arena at that time. I, don't, it, I was going to say it may not get that bad in Philly. It might. Um, but it's going to be, if ben, when Ben Simmons goes back there, really nasty for him. And maybe not so nasty for James Harden, but he won't exactly be getting a welcome reception in Brooklyn either. I, I, I'm trying to look at this from Philadelphia's perspective, getting James Harden and I, I, you know, I, I start with Joel Embiid, who might be the MVP this year. Now you're bringing in a ball-dominant guard. How does this work out for Philadelphia? Well, look, Daryl Morey's basketball philosophies have often centered around let's get stars. Like, stars win championships. He had that mindset down in Houston when he first acquired James Harden, then he added Chris Paul, then it was Russell Westbrook. You know, none of it seemed to work, but he believes in that ethos when it comes to building a basketball team. But it's very fair to question how this works. Now, you know, scouts will tell me, like, how do you guard them in the pick and roll? Like, they're going to be unstoppable when you go Harden, Embiid, pick and roll. You can't switch. You go under, Harden makes shots. It's it's a very difficult thing to do. But their defense is going to take a hit. Harden is not a good defensive player. Tyrese Maxey, who has had a tremendous second season filling in for Ben Simmons, he's probably going to have an adjustment period trying to figure out how he, a ball-handling guy, is going to play next to Harden, who, as you said, likes to have the ball in his hands a lot. Look, Darrow got his man here in James Harden and deserves all the credit in the world for doing that. But at the same time, it is fair to question if – what Daryl wants is the right thing. Like, would this team have not benefited from maybe looking down to Atlanta and gotten a package that included a John Collins or a Bogdan Bogdanovic and multiple draft picks back in return? I saw my old friend Bobby Marks on ESPN, used to work for the Nets for years. He said something on TV that that rings completely true. Uh, you know, the Nets are going to, or the Sixers are going to give James Harden a contract. That's going to be around $270 million over the next five years. And Bobby called it, in three years, the worst contract in NBA history. Without even seeing what James Harden is, it's going to be the worst contract in NBA history. Because at age 36, 37, 38, he's going to be making well north 
of $50 million. So what the Sixers did is that they created like a two, maybe three year championship window. And that is assuming the health and success of Embiid and James Harden. We're talking to Chris Mannix. He covers the NBA for Sports Illustrated. Uh, I guess let's look at the hierarchy in the East after the trade. Uh, the team to beat is who? Still Milwaukee. I mean, the Bucks just keep cruising along. I mean, they, you know, made some minor, a minor deal, you know, getting Serge Ibaka. You know, they're not getting the 2019 Serge Ibaka. He's had a lot of health issues in the last couple of years. But, you know, it's Brooke Lopez insurance in case Lopez can't play this year. But you watch that team, Dan. They're just, I mean, they're just cruising. They crushed the Lakers the other night. They've been beating up on a lot of teams this year. They're going into the playoffs with enormous confidence. So, to me, it's... Milwaukee at the top and kind of everybody else, including Miami, Chicago, uh, Brooklyn, Philadelphia, a cut below them. Lakers couldn't make anything happen. Was there any uh, possibility that they were going to be able to move Russell Westbrook? No, they they tried everything. And, and unsurprisingly, there wasn't much appetite for the uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, Kendrick Nunn kind of poo-poo platter that the Lakers were sort of throwing out there for, for for an offer. I mean, Kendrick Nunn hasn't played a minute this season, and Taylor Horton Tucker's numbers have dipped uh, from the terrific year he had last year. And when it comes to Westbrook, could there have been something with Houston? Maybe, but the, the Lakers made it pretty clear they weren't willing to attach a draft pick that 2027 first to Russell Westbrook just to get rid of him. Like, they they know it's not working. They're very aware of that there. But they've surrendered so much draft capital over the last few years, Dan, in the Anthony Davis deal and the Russell Westbrook deal. They just couldn't stomach giving away another draft pick uh, down the line. So there really wasn't any traction. It's I can tell you there was a lot of frustration within the Lakers about not being able to do something because after getting, you know, tattooed by Milwaukee and then getting – beat by i wouldn't even call them portland it's like anthony simons and like the cast of grown-ups out there that beat uh, the <laughs> lakers the other night like it after getting beat up like that they knew something needed to change and they didn't so right now in los angeles what they're doing is crossing their fingers and hoping that two or three you know able-bodied players wind up in the buyout market and they can pick them up there yeah you you start to look at this and you handicap this for lebron why would lebron want to stick around for this you know what? You know what's the like? What? what here, here's something that I, I just. I, I wish we could give LeBron truth serum in about a month, right? So I think it's March 21st. The Lakers go to Cleveland, and unless something changes, the Cavaliers are probably going to run them off the floor. Like the Cavs are really good. You know, Garland's an All Star. Uh, they make some moves around the trade deadline to get Karis LeVert. Jared Allen's still pissed off about not being an All Star. I mean, Kevin Love is like the sixth man of the year, or at least one of them. Like. What is what is going to go through LeBron's mind as he's kind of dragging the Lakers along and they go into Cleveland and that team is is beating up on them? Like in, in front of that crowd, yeah. which is going to be wild on that night if the Lakers are struggling and the Cavs are playing well. So I, I, I don't know what his, his options are at this point. The Lakers don't have many options at this point to get measurably better. Uh, but, you know, he knows what this team is and it's not very good. If he could swap supporting cast right now and go to Cleveland. I mean, I don't know, but how, how couldn't you like, like the Cavs are fun. Like they're, they, they can, they score, they play defense. I mean, Isaac Okoro is good as a, as a, as a rotation player. I mentioned Alan, Evan Mobley 
Evan Mobley's like you're looking at, at Anthony Davis 10 years ago. Like it's like you, you're you've got all the pieces there. They're incredibly athletic. I, I, and look, they might be quite frankly, Dan, they might be like a small forward away from being like a dynasty. You know, they're playing Lowry Markkinen <laughs> at the three. Like you plug LeBron into that mix and all of a sudden you've got like a team that should win two or three championships. Wow. So it's I, it's going to be I mean, they're that good. Like they're I mean, they keep losing guys like Ricky Rubio is a huge part. I hope you're doing well, Ricky. Just out of much love. But he's he, he goes down and they just plug somebody else in. And they acquire Rajon Rondo. They acquire Karis LeVert. You know, Kobe Altman, to his credit, the GM there, just pushing all his chips into the table on this season to see if they can do something special. Did you make your bed? Uh, no. Okay. You knew you were going to be on TV, though. I was... I was working late last night, Dan, and I got up 10 minutes ago to you know, okay. talk to you. And, yeah. No, I'm just curious it's, if you made your bed. like you know. It's it's made adjacent. It's kind of like tossed, you throw the sheet over it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, it's great to talk to you. Good to talk to you, Dan. Let's do it again, Chris. Thank you. Absolutely. And that's Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated senior NBA writer. I like he's trying to glom onto my Cavaliers. There was plenty of seats left on that bandwagon to start the year. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, the Cavs. Okay, Mannix. Evan Mobley. Come on. you got to get in. There's plenty of seats in first class on that bandwagon there. We'll uh, have our play of the day. We'll come back. We uh, have some prop bets to bring to your attention. We also have phone calls as well, including a guy who paid off his bet down at the beach, Santa Monica, a couple of days ago. Gus in Los Angeles. Gus brought out a pail of uh, honey. Poured it over his head and then poured sand over his head as well. I don't know how many thousands. I think it was up to 20,000 people, uh, our fans, uh, watched that video. I don't know what the numbers are now. I have to ask Mario, but we'll uh, talk to Gus coming up. Yeah, Paul. It is so funny to see. We're in Santa Monica. It's pretty busy, that boardwalk area. People are walking their dogs, riding their bikes, having a lovely evening, and they just see a man surrounded by a bunch of other guys <laughs> pouring honey and Santa's, and, and they just start taking their phones out. But nobody asked any questions. Like, oh, this yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah. This is a nice thing to see. Well, if it was Venice Beach, then you would just say, well, that blends in there. Santa Monica, Pacific Palisades, you know, you might go, hmm, why is that gentleman having honey poured all over him? Nobody wanted to ask. No need to. All right, we'll come back. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? along with my fellow pro bowler, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. The buzz every time Luca has it. He'll try it over. Man, it's gone! Anything that goes up goes in. A 28-pointer for Luka Doncic. 
courtesy of the Mavs Radio Network, Luca had 28 in the first quarter, finished with 51 points. That's your play of the day. Play of the day. By the way, uh, Luca said he was, I think, shocked or surprised that Kristaps Porzingis was traded. He has to say that. I'm going to guess if I'm the Mavs, I probably run it by Luca. And by the way, we're going to trade Kristaps Sportsingas. I don't think he found out when he's there watching the uh, bottom line. And uh, I, I am shocked. Kristaps just got traded to the Wizards. Yes, Paul. What if he was asked about it? He goes, I was surprised that Kristaps <laughs> was traded. I was surprised it wasn't traded a month and a half ago when I asked management to do it. Yes, I was really surprised that Kristaps was traded. You didn't know anything about it? No, I did not. Play of the day brought to you by the new wireless outdoor camera from Simply Safe. It uh, lets you see what's happening right outside your uh, home from your phone. You always know who's there. Claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off interactive monitoring at simplysafedan.com. Super Week brought to you by Link Soul Apparel. Got my uh, pullover on today, lifestyle brand for any occasion. Got prop bets here. I want to get a couple of phone calls in as well, Paulie. I got a few prop bets for you. How about I'm going to start with Jamar Chase, the wide receiver. Okay. Over under 79 and a half yards. A couple things I heard yesterday. Jalen Ramsey might not be on him head-to-head because Jalen Ramsey covers a slot. Yeah, Chris Collinsworth said that earlier in the week. Yeah, that was interesting yeah. uh, because I think a lot of people thought it'd be like a battle between yeah. Chase and Ramsey. I don't think so. What do you got? You got over? Seven and a half yards. Sure, I'll go over. Okay, receptions five and a half for Jamar Chase. And then MVP, he's plus 1,800. Mm. That's a value bet. Yeah, I can't see that. Usually when a receiver has a few touchdowns, they give it to the quarterback. This uh, prop bets according to uh, DraftKings, by the way. Here's here's a saucy one. Right. Uh, Matthew Stafford over under .5 interceptions. Over under .5 interceptions for Matthew Stafford. I think that... <laughs> I think they're leading you to go, well, yes, of course he'll throw a couple interceptions. If I if he throws one, I win the bet. Right. And he could still win the game still. You know, it feels like he's not going to throw an interception. Okay, you're taking the under. Okay, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Joe Burrow is plus 225 for the MVP. Passing yards over under is 274 and a half. Passing touchdowns for Joe Burrow, one and a half. See, all of those think he's going to have two touchdowns at least. He's going to throw for close to 300 yards. He's going to have to throw for 300 yards. Also, I was wondering, you know, the prop bet on rushing yards for Joe Burrow. It's ten and a half. That's it for a guy who's going to be on the run all night long. Because you know, everything comes down to the offensive. Like, it, th- these are weird numbers. And when you gamble, you look at these numbers and you go, that's eh, way too obvious. Uh, it feels like the money is on the Bengals because they're, or maybe even the money line with the Bengals. Like, the sentimental choice or the fan favorites, aside from those in Los Angeles. But. Yeah, I saw a few DraftKings posts. They're like um, a lot of money, Bengals money line, and they're basing on maybe sentiment because people like it. Mm. The other thing is a lot of money on the under so far. More money on the under than the over. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Just bet $5, get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code PATRICK. Once again, that's uh, 56 to 1 odds. You have uh, $5, 
And you bet that, get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Promo code Patrick at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gus in Los Angeles, who joined us in Santa Monica, paid off his bet. And uh, Gus, it was great to meet you and your girlfriend. Uh, how you feeling today? Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling better today. I'm feeling better today. So the other night, it was a pleasure meeting you guys, talking to Fritzy. So much about health with Fritzy. I was talking a lot about hospitalizations with him. And um, so Mario, before we're leaving, Mario is like, yo, man, you got to call in tomorrow. We'll get the recap and everything. I'm like, all right, cool. Now, I got home a little toasty. You know, those 32 ounces, you know, they start to, they start to take their toll after a while. So... The shorts that I used, I thought I washed them all off pretty good or whatever. So, like I said, I got home feeling a little, you know, frosty. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to wash these tomorrow. I throw my shorts in the shower. I'm like, I'm going to deal with this tomorrow. I wake up at 6 a.m. And I'm like, all right, you got to call in. I'm there in my restroom. I'm standing there peeing. And I look into my shower, and I'm like, the red and blue shorts that I had with the little yellow rubber duckies, I'm standing there. I'm like, why are they black? And I'm like, what is that? And I turn on the light. Thousands of ants all over oh, my shorts. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> so you, I but you had honey all over it. Yeah, I mean, my dumbass thought that hey, I was washing for like 15 minutes at the beach. I think I'm good, you know. Oh my god! I literally screamed at the top of my. Oh my god! <laughs> And I turn on the shower. I'm like drowning. It was like a jailbreak of ants, and I'm just like, for some, thank God they were only in the shower. And I'm just like trying to clean it. Like needless to say, like an hour went by trying to clean everything. And I'm like, yep, not going on the show today. So, oh man, but hey, worth it in the end. Worth it in the end. A bet paid. A hard-hitting experience with ants in the morning. But hey. That's the way it goes. Thank but, you, Gus. And, and uh, it was uh, great to meet your girlfriend as well. But imagine if you go to bed, wear those shorts, and you wake up and you got ants in your pants. Literally, ants in your pants. If you're watching on Peacock, that's what it looked like. Beautiful sunset. And uh, I just poured the honey all over his head and then poured the sand all over his head. But that's honoring a bet. And uh, Mario said over 20,000 people have watched that video. <laughs> I like how I asked Todd. I said, Todd, why don't you fill up the bucket and uh, pour the sand on him? You couldn't even, you couldn't I, put sand in a bucket. Seton supported me. I scooped up as much as I could. But then once you start trying to scoop more, there, there was no shovel involved. So you just have to keep taking the pail. So some would spill out every time I try to just fill it up to the Just use your top. hands. Just Meanwhile, I got honey like all over my. I'm not complaining, but I got. I am complaining. I got honey all over my sleeve, and my hands were all sticky. And people wanted to like shake my hand on and I couldn't touch them because I was all disgusting. But that was pretty cool that he did that. Yes, he did. Uh, update the poll results if you can. <laughs> I only got two more hours with this. That that's. I'm, why were you guys giggling about the hospitalization thing? Let's, let's say I don't know why that was. Well, funny. because he was telling you things about he was on a ventilator. He was really sick. And I was trying to and, top him. And you, yeah, you were going, well, you know, when I was in the hospital. Right, having a gastrointestinal disease that doesn't yeah. have a cure. I don't want to hear about your ventilator. We'll update the poll results coming up next hour. Adam Sandler will join us. Drew Brees set to join us. We have the mock-off. Adam, or, or uh, Ryan in Honolulu against Fritzy, And that'll be coming up next hour as well. 
Close out the first hour with DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, giving you new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5, get 280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you use the promo code PATRICK. Get 56 to 1 odds on either team. So $5 gets you 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's code Patrick at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 or older, minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777. And in New York, call 877 hope New York.